Yo, what's up? And welcome to episode 23 of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton, and joining me as he does every week is Woody V. Woods, how are you, man? Good, Robbie. Great to be here, man. Let's do it again. Always good to be back, mate. Um, So look, just before we get into it today, guys, just a reminder where to find us. Um, Please like and subscribe to the videos on YouTube. And if you are listening to the audio, that is available on all podcast channels. Um, Please make sure you hit subscribe there as well. Um, All right, Woods. So today um, we'll be speaking a little bit about the NBA, as well as some Hawks talk, which we haven't done for a little while, Um, some NBL talk. And of course, we will be opening up another classic pack. So look, oh, look at that. Bit of a tease there, so we've got an old tops pack there. I think we had a good pack when we opened that. We did, we did before, so hopefully, let's repeat that. So, all right, so like we do every week, Woods, um, we'll start with showcasing our jersey. Um, why don't you take us away? Yeah, special day today, Robbie. We uh decided to go down this route. So, as old I stand day, up, right? yeah, exactly. As I stand up, why don't you tell the uh, audience For sure what I'm wearing today? Sure, so Woody's standing up wearing an old school number two Philadelphia 76ers Moses Malone jersey. Rest in peace to Moses there, but beautiful looking jersey there, Woods. You don't see many of those going around. Yeah, I really like it. I was just telling you earlier off air that I've never worn it before, I've had it for a while. So, yeah, no, cl- classic jersey. I'll just go through a little bit uh, about Moses Malone, um, one of the greatest rebounders of all time. He, he ranks fifth on the all time rebounding list. Um, and some of his accolades, NBA champion in 1983, NBA finals MVP in 1983. He's a three-time NBA's most valuable player, 12-time NBA All-Star, um, NBA All-Defensive first-team selection and second-team selection in 83 and 79. Uh, he started off in the, in the ABA before moving to the NBA, six-time rebounding leader um, in 1979 and 81 to 85. He made the NBA 50th anniversary team the 75th anniversary team uh, and his number two jerseys retired this one by the Philadelphia 76ers and his number 24 jersey by the Houston Rockets. And and very sadly, uh, he passed away on the 13th of September 2015, age just 60, Robbie. Yeah, he wasn't very old. Um, look, it's funny. You mentioned he made the, the, the top 50 and the top 75 teams. He still some seems a little bit underrated to me, Woods. I don't know if you yep. agree. You just don't hear his name brought up like you do with other people there. And um, I guess a special shout-out as well with Moses Woods. He did did have a few years with our Hawks in the yep. late 80s there. Um, sure did. I've got to say, at that time, he was looking pretty old, the old Moses. He had the goggles going on and everything. wasn't moving around too well. So I'm not going to say that I loved his stint with the Hawks at that time. But, hey, that was about, you know, 15 years into his career so yeah definitely like hey, we're said, talking about this we're, t- uh, we're talking about the classic packs we've opened you remember the 1991 hoops with the silver background you know i've got yeah. that moses card and uh, it's, it's sitting in my folder somewhere so uh, and, and you see him with the goggles on the back of the card in, in his photo so yeah uh, that's a classic today woods i like that one um Thanks, well i guess look to continue the theme there um so as usual i've sort of got one hanging over my shoulder um also if you can see a little bit underneath that jersey i've got a little bit of a dr j bleacher figure there but look the one hanging over my shoulder is an old school jerry west jersey so i'll just tell you a little bit about that one so it's an old school reebok la lakers 1962 throwback jersey Um, that was actually the second year of the lakers after they moved from minneapolis in 1960 Um, look west doesn't really need a lot of introduction he had an amazing nba career Um, his resume included an nba championship in 72 an nba finals mvp in 69 in a losing effort which is interesting um, 14-time All-Star and 12-time All-NBA. Um, he was also a one-time scoring champ, 
one-time assist leader, and a five-time all-defensive player awards, which I was probably a little bit surprised about with doing yep. the research there. So he definitely yeah. had a Surprise. had a complete game, didn't he? And look, like Moses Woods, he was also a member of that NBA anniversary team at every point that it was named. Um, he's won two gold medals, eight rings as an executive, and of course, we all know him as the, the logo, as much as um, Jerry West is a little bit shy about that. So uh, Woody and I were just talking before, the new Lakers um, winning time um, show is out. Um, I was just telling him that the guy that's betraying Jerry West on that is actually an Aussie, Jason yep. Clark. So very interesting show. For those that haven't seen that, uh, the first episode is up, and I've got to say I really enjoy that. I know Woods is, is hoping to watch that soon. So Yeah, today, hopefully. Nice, nice. So let me know what you think, man. All right, so look, this week I'm, um, I'm wearing the Doctor. What else? What more can you say? So as I said, you can see his little um, figurine hanging at the back. I'll just stand up and, and show you guys this one. Yeah, so for, for all of those who can't see, Robbie's wearing the Doctor J, Philly, number six jersey, and uh, teammates with Moses as well. Robbie. Four years, right, we said, yeah. yeah. I feel like one of us needed to do that Julius, the doctor, you know, the big introduction they used to do for him every time, but I'll, uh, it's a bit early in the morning here, so we'll, we'll avoid doing that. But um, look, just a little bit about Dr. J there, Woods. Um, so this is an old school Reebok Philadelphia 76ers jersey. Um, so Dr. J played 14 seasons in the NBA after playing uh, three seasons in the ABA. Um, obviously, he was known as Dr. J, real high flyer. And I think his signature afro sort of made him one of the most recognisable um, players of his era. And I think probably, you know, someone that still is very recognisable now. Um, so Dr. J actually once recalled while playing in the Rucker Park League back in the day that people were calling him Black Moses and people were calling him Houdini. And he said he told them if they wanted to, if you want to call me anything, call me Doctor. So over time, that nickname evolved into Dr. Julius. And finally, Dr. J, which is a pretty cool little story. So, Great story. Um, look, his accolades, two-time ABA champ, three-time ABA MVP, um, NBA champ in 83 with Moses. Um, he was a league MVP in 81, 11-time NBA All-Star, seven-time All-NBA, and also, um, you know, like Jerry West and like Moses Malone, he was basically named to those NBA anniversary uh, teams at every point. So... I've got to apologise, though, Woods. I actually don't have a Dr. J bobblehead. I am sorry. But I do have one of these. So I've got one of those Funko Pop figures that you know I like to collect. So yeah, nice. Dr. J there wearing his old Nets jersey there and with the signature, the Afro flowing there. So I thought that was a bit of a bit of an old school one there. So Awesome, Robbie. All right, good stuff. All right, well, we might sort of get into it, what do you reckon, Woods? Um, yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah, we thought we might sort of start off today a little bit just with a few NBA storylines that are sort of, you know, some topical things that have happened sure. in the last week or so. Yeah, so, all right, so we might choose three of those. So, Woods, I thought the first one we might talk about today is LeBron's 56-point outburst against Golden State. Um, yes, this was a few days ago, for those that are going to be sort of listening to this, you know, maybe this weekend, but I just wanted to see, Woody, what were your thoughts on his effort, and will this propel the Lakers to uh, a play? Look, I mean, it's incredible that at that age that he's able to do this and and, and keep this consistency up um, in 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 what is in the back half of his career, right, or the back end of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick question for you, then: How many players of that age, thirty-seven or more? I'm going to put you on the spot, right? Have had fifty-point games, Robbie? Thirty-seven love, years or older. I yeah? love stuff like that. So I believe there was four players, Woody. Um, yep. Three absolute, three absolute legends, and then a legend to me. So the three absolute legends I'd say would be MJ, Kobe, and LeBron. And the absolute legend to me is one of my all-time favorites, Jamal J. Crossover Crawford. Right? 
Yeah, for sure, man. I knew you'd get that, right? Um, I love when you look, put me on the spot. That's good. For sure. To answer that second half of your question, I don't know if this is going to propel the Lakers. The Lakers are really struggling. They're sitting at mm. 28 and 36 right now in ninth spot, only one ahead of the Pelicans in the Western Conference. And then you've got to look all the way up to the Clippers at 34 wins. And, you know, somewhere between 15 and 20 games left for everyone in the, in the season. Mm. I mean, it's a big, you know, ladder for them to climb to even get to Eight, eight spot. So I think the best they can hope for is a play-in situation. And maybe they get Anthony Davis, LeBron, and and you never know with Russell Westbrook these days. But mm. if they can get him firing all, all cylinders, it'd still be a dangerous team to play in, uh, play against in that play-in situation. But uh, And Woods, LeBron's yeah. got a, is a little bit banged up at the moment too, isn't yeah, he? he? So is. I believe he, he missed is. yesterday yeah, and the day before. So, I mean, that's not a good sign. I mean, Anthony Davis is, you know, made of tissue paper basically. So if you've got him and now LeBron at this age a bit banged up, it's... It's a bit dicey, isn't it? But yeah. yeah, it will be sort of interesting to see. I mean, look, I'm sure if they obviously do end up making it and sort of get into the, the top eight, I mean, you wouldn't want to play that team, yeah. would you? I mean, if they're Definitely. a healthy team, I mean, it wouldn't be surprised if Westbrook just had some you know crazy playoff series and made a few of the haters eat, eat their words. But obviously, they've got to get there first. So Even in uh, a ninth or tenth position, they're not, they're not going to be an easy team. They could just get that few wins to get them into the straight up into the playoffs, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Good call. All right, so the second storyline, Woods, I just wanted to go to the Eastern Conference for this one. Sure. Um, talking about the playoffs there, I feel like there's a lot of contenders in the East now. Um, I think a few of those teams got better over the trade deadline. Yep. Who is your tip right now, Woody, to make the Eastern Conference Finals? I'm going to go with Miami and Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Sure. And a winner? I would say Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, I sort of thought about that one. I'm going to have Milwaukee in there as well. Um, I'm going to take Philly over Miami. So okay. maybe this is the year that uh, James Crawford, I'm uh, sorry, James, James Harden actually turns up in the playoffs. James Crawford could probably do it too, right? Yeah, you know, always, the, well him, always got the Wildcats on your mind, don't oh, you, mate? Yeah. Brain, mate? You know that. But um, <laughs> look, I think either one of those series would be good, wouldn't they, there? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And look, I just wanted to sort of check with you as well, Woods. One potential matchup that I keep thinking about, and obviously that was the, the prediction I gave there, um, Eastern Conference Finals potentially, or even an earlier round, would be if the Bucks played the 76ers. Um, just wanted to see what your thoughts on it be on that sort of matchup. Um, I was sort of thinking the Bucks without a lot of front court options, you know, with Brook Lopez being out, um, could you see Giannis potentially matching up on Embiid if they were to meet? And how would you see that going? Yeah, definitely. And I, I mean, you just mentioned it. This is where a guy like Brook Lopez is going to be missed, right? Mm. Um, but I mean, Giannis can can do a good job, I'm sure, guarding him. But the guy's an absolute beast, Joel Embiid. You know, he can get yeah. it done in a variety of ways. In the purse, he's shooting the three ball well. He's got that face-up game that's on point. I mean, right now, pretty much nobody can guard him. It'll be a hell of a matchup, right? Maybe mm. you could throw a guy like Serge Ibaka now, you know, at him, potentially. But anyway, he's probably... If, if you could go back in a time machine, maybe five yeah, years, yeah. Right? yeah, I know, I know, right? It's going to be... Yeah, said, la- lack of front court options there, you know. I, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be tough for anyone. I mean, maybe you, you just... Make sure you stop everyone else and let let, let Embiid go off in that situation, right? Like that's yeah. true. Maybe let yeah. him sort of average forty a night in the series, but just try and you know contain yeah. the Maxis and the Hardens and everything else like that. So exactly. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Heard an interesting fact on I think it was Jalen and Jacoby just this morning. Actually, would you realize that Embiid's only made four more three pointers than Giannis this year? When I sort of heard them talking about, it, I just assumed that Embiid would have made a lot more, but. Isn't it interesting with Giannis now? He hasn't been afraid to take it. He's never going to have the most pretty looking shot, but this sort of goes down to, you know, 
a little bit what we spoke about with a, a former Philadelphia 76ers player. You've got to you've got to get these shots up there. You've got to get repetition and start making them and, and make the defense be honest. And even if it's you know you're shooting late 20, percent you've got to work on that at least try. So yep. hopefully we'll see some changes with Brooklyn, but I won't hold my breath when that happens. So all right, I appreciate yeah. that, Woods. Um, look, I thought uh, next one on that we might go into a little bit of Atlanta Hawks talk. Uh, I know we haven't done that for a few weeks. Um, yep. It's been and probably an up and down couple of weeks of the Hawks as it seems to have been the whole season there, right? So at the time of recording, so it's uh, Thursday the 10th of March now, the Hawks are currently 31 and 33. They had a difficult loss to Detroit early in the week in overtime. They are actually playing today, Woods, I believe, very soon, actually, at Milwaukee, who we just yep, spoke about. So that's going to be a tough game. We do sort of struggle against the Bucs. Um, yeah, I, look, I feels like things are starting to appear to be trending in the right direction. We've got JC back now. Um, yeah, how do you see the Hawks at this moment, Woods, and, and can they get into the top eight? Well, we've been saying that for a while. Like, you know, we see things are trending up. You know, we've just not been able to get over that 500 mark, really, mm. right, all year. Um, and it's a bit disappointing on on all that we did last year that we haven't been able to build on that. You, you, I thought we'd be a top four, top five team. You know, my, my predictions and your predictions, we both had them up there, right? Yeah. Um, so it has been a bit disappointing. I guess the one uh, caveat here is there's a huge logjam at the bottom of that Eastern Conference, as, as mm-hmm. you can uh, see by the standings, you've got the Hornets on, Hornets on 32, the Nets on 33, the Raptors on 34, the Cavaliers on 38. I mean, they just keep holding Hey, don't on, forget right? the Knicks yeah. as well, Woods. They've been winning a bit lately too. Yeah, they're, they're at 27, the Wizards at 29. So, I mean, yeah. there's so many teams right there. And I think that if we can put together a little bit of a run, we can take over the Hornets and the Raptors. I feel that the Nets, now that they've got Durant back and the, the, the trade pieces have come on board, maybe Simmons will start playing. They'll make a little run and maybe even get into that top six and the Cavaliers will fall out. But mm. I think... Um, you know, sixth or seventh, seventh, I would say, would be a good achievement, you know, if we can get there. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Bogdanovich playing some good basketball lately as well. Good. Yep, yep. I'd tell you something as well in the Hawks' favour, Woods. They've actually got the easiest schedule for the rest of the season. So yeah, if think... you remember rightly, early in the season when we sort of started, you know, the podcast, we were saying the Hawks have just got this brutal schedule, you know, all these road games, not a lot of home games. Well, it's come the full circle now. So we've actually got the easiest schedule coming home. So we've just got to take care of business and win some of these games. Yep. I mean, like I said a few days ago, playing in Detroit, Detroit and losing in overtime, you can't do yeah, that. You know, you no. want to play the finals, you can't be doing that. So, um, look, I think it's getting that sort of set team out there. We've seen double O's missed a few games lately. Um, you know, it always seems to be someone out, whether it's Hunter or Herder or one of those sort of guys. Yep. It always seems to be one of these guys missing now. So, yeah, I think if we can get everyone back, I mean, Trey continues to be in great form. You know, he's a little bit banged up as well. His ankles, you yep. know, aren't, aren't too good. But I wanted to actually touch on on Bogdanovich as well, Woods. You mentioned him before. Yep. Um, he's looked really good lately, hasn't he? He sort of comes up very big in fourth quarters. He's quite a clutch player. You can run a little bit of offense through him. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't mind when the Hawks bring him off the bench, to be honest. So maybe even start, you know, Red Velvet or or Gallo there and bring bring Bogdanovich off the bench, put him against those second units, get yeah, him to 100%. handle the ball a little bit like that. So, yeah, he's been a bit of a, I guess, probably a bright spot for me with, um, you know, with that John Collins injury, he kind of stepped up a bit, but and yeah. I mean, we, we mentioned in, in, in the Western Conference, catching the Lakers in a play-in situation or, you know, in a first-round matchup could be dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Atlanta Hawks bring, our Atlanta Hawks bring that same, you know, danger. You got players there who can get hot and, you know, the, our Hawks can beat anyone on any given day, right? And you've seen, you've seen their success in the playoffs last year. So you don't want to be playing them in a first-round matchup if you're, 
you know, very uh, true. They've been there or someone. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, look, I still think last year was a little bit of, I don't know, I just think it kind of gave a little bit of a false impression why it was so good that we got there. I'm not going to say it was a fluke that we got to the Eastern Conference Finals, but felt like a lot of things did go oh, our way. Yeah. We had a few injuries as well, but all the teams we played were a little bit more banged up. And we sort of got there and I felt like it probably put a bit of extra pressure on a young oh. team this year. And I think that that probably sort of was held against us, wasn't it? Maybe For a few sure. guys were believing the hype, you know, they were reading these win predictions and thinking maybe they didn't have to work as hard and everything like that. So, yeah. So, look, let's hope they, they do sort of get in there and make a big fight of it. Um, what are we talking now? So I said 31, 33, 64. So there's 18, 18 games, games left. left. Yeah. yeah. So It's not a lot, you know. You, you think about the season. I mean, yeah. if, we win, if we win 10 of those... Can they get us in there? It'll be interesting. I mean, I'm sort of a little bit worried for Cleveland as well, with Jared Allen being out sort of indefinitely yep. now as well. They've got a few banged up They people. just keep winning, though. Like, they do. Don't I they? don't know Guns how that happens, right? Because yeah. like, yeah. so, that was one team I was looking at. Well, could we potentially take them or could the Raptors start slipping? But I think with 18 games, there's probably not enough time to catch some of those teams. So we've either just got to consolidate that spot in the playoff, um, you know, getting in the top 10 or hope that a few things, you know, New Jersey goes on a bad run or something like that. And sorry, Brooklyn. Um, and then we end up sort of passing them maybe. So yeah, we'll watch this space. So um, I'll hopefully be watching a bit of that game uh, later. Woods against the Bucks. I'll, sure, um, I'll give you an update how it's going, right? <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I thought we might go into a little bit of NBL talk now, uh, Woods. So round 14 is in the books. Um, we'll obviously talk a little bit about that. Um, I've got a very big round this week. Um, I believe it's eight games in five days, which I'm quite looking forward to. But, yeah, just wanted to ask you, Woods, for that round 14 that is in the books, what were your thoughts on the round and, and maybe what stood out to you there? I mean, the Illawarra Hawks, we've been very crit crit critical of them lately, right? And mm -hmm. um, they're fighting back. It's almost like we're going, the Sydney, my Sydney Kings and the Hawks are going game for game, you know? One's in fifth, one's in fourth. Um, and they, they've come up with some gutsy wins um, over the weekend, uh, mm -hmm. especially against uh, SEM, right? Um, yeah. The Southeast Melbourne uh, Phoenix. And uh, Tyler Harvey, we've been critical of him. He had an absolute dud, one point in the whole yeah, game. The last right? minute, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they still managed to get the W guys like Antonius Cleveland stepping up. Uh, okay. I've been a bit critical of Xavier Rathan Mays. He had a hell of a game, right? So Illawarra is the, the one team, like, could this be gorgeous <laughs> losing his streak of playoff runs, right? He's mm. not going to let that happen by the looks of things. And the team that I'm worrying a, a little bit about is, is SEM. They're only one game, you know, uh, one loss uh, ahead of, of Illawarra and, and my Sydney Kings, right? Mm. Um, I don't know your Perth Wildcats are, you know, 10 and 6. Am I right in saying that or something like that at the moment? Around that, but yeah, I'm not concerned about them with that home. They got, yeah, nine, nine games at home, so I think they should yeah. be fine. But SEM's the one team that I'm not... 100% convinced about guys like a guy like Brandon Ashley is getting fouled out really quickly. He's mm. struggling to stay on the floor. He's a big part of what they're doing. Joe Chi has been disappointing. Yep. You know, like but the bench for me for Southeast Woods has been a bit disappointing. It just hasn't been that sort of regular player stepping up. And even guys like Dane Pinnell just don't, he doesn't seem to sort of had what he had a couple of years ago. I know he's had injuries and everything like that, but you know, guys like Cam Glidden haven't oh, been as good. Just um, about to say, you know, Lee, Lee Arthur's improved a lot, but the guy's taking about fifteen shots a game now. I just don't see that that's probably what what the, the Phoenix need there. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kyle Adnan. You know, he's the one guy who, who who does bring it off that bench, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He's playing yeah. really well. Woods, I wanted to touch on your Sydney Kings, mate. Sure. Um, are you starting to get excited because they are looking really good? I've got oh, to say, really good. I mean. You know, even if, if it means that 
they they play some close games away from home. You'll notice that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they might get some blowouts at home, right? Uh, and they might win by larger margins. So, but it doesn't really matter. It's just getting the W in the books. Even that game against Cairns, which I was at last week, Cairns fought really hard. Um, Taj McCall wasn't playing. And, and they stayed with Sydney. Sydney's uh, but, D wasn't the greatest that game, was it? It wasn't, no. But they yeah. got the job done. They, they yeah. did what they needed to do to get the W. A guy like Ian Clark in that fourth quarter, man, just showing why, why Sydney brought him here, right? And that Sydney team is loaded. I kind of watch it now. And man, I mean, I already thought Adams, Cooks, and um, and Martin was just an amazing trio. And now you're bringing in someone like Ian Clark. I just, yeah, I'm not going to make any jokes about the Kings this week, Woods. I was, I've made a few too many lately. But, hey, know. while we're on it, man, Xavier mm. Cooks, is he going to get an opportunity in Summer League? You know? I mean, he, I think he's he at that should, point where he, he could, right? He's got yeah. that Sean Marion type of game about him a little bit, right? And I just believe he, he could be a Swiss Army knife. improved a little bit. Yeah. He still, you know, he probably still needs to get a little bit better for that, you know, NBA distance three. But absolutely. I mean, you know, like you, Woods, I watch every single Hawks game. He would not be out of place, you know, coming on as the eighth or ninth guy on the Hawks. For know, sure. Atlanta Hawks, I'm saying. For sure. All NBA, for sure, so, man. Yeah. Yeah, really enjoyed the way he's played him. Seems like a great teammate as well. Seems to enjoy the game and everything else like that. So, no, nah, big shout out to Cook. So I hopefully we can go. Jersey. Yeah, well, I'm going to. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we can go catch some Sydney's final games this year as well. Because it's been a long time since we've we've been together and watched. Very, it. very long, a long, time, long time. Right? Yeah. I can't even remember how long. Probably like Entertainment Center days yep. back in the day. That's when yeah. it would have been. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to check as well. Was obviously for that round. Um, all the teams wore their Indigenous jerseys. Um, I've got to say, I absolutely love them. Um, there was about five in particular that I really liked. It wasn't really any that I didn't like, to be honest. Um, wanted to see what your maybe two favourite designs were for, for those Indigenous jerseys. Yeah, definitely. I love the Melbourne uh, Melbourne United one, sorry, mm-hmm. um, and yep. the Sydney Kings one, uh, um, mm. which was terrific. I've already ordered my Wani Swakala Bullock Indigenous nice. jersey, which is awesome. Um, and... You said, Woody, you should get a Joe Luala Chul uh, Melbourne Indigenous jersey. So mm. I'll get one. I'll get one like of those it. as well. But those, they were all nice, as you said. But those two it, actually stood out for me. Yeah. Agreed. Well, they were probably my third and fourth, those ones. So certainly right up there. Probably my two favourites were the Southeast Melbourne ones. I just yep. love that sort of really light, bright green. It was a very busy yeah, sort of a jersey. Awesome. Um, and the Illawarra jersey I liked as well. Um, it's kind of fairly similar to the Kings, maybe, obviously, with the black there and everything like that. But yeah, you sort of can't go wrong with either of those. Um, no. Had a lot of good feedback for that Bryce Cotton um, Indigenous jersey from a couple of years ago that I wore on last week's show as well. So that's a, a real nice jersey. I sort of appreciated that a bit more. Got it out last week. I'm like, these are really nice jerseys. And, you know, with a, a wardrobe filled with a lot of very plain-looking red Wildcats jerseys, it's nice to have one with sort of so much detail and colour there. So no, I think that's a good initiative that the NBL do, sort of doing that that round um, each year. So, all right, Wood, so as I mentioned, it's round 15 coming up. Um, yep. We've got... Eight games in five days. That's going to be very sort of busy starting off tonight. Um, of course, the game of the round is when I'm playing basketball tonight. Woods right at the same time. So no spoilers. I'm going to watch that hopefully after a win tonight and then come home and watch the Wildcats have a win too. But um, And some big games. I mean, last we talked to the sport blokes last week about how the, the round was had a lot of, you know, yeah. one-sided dud games. There's going to be yeah. a lot of critical games this round. So uh-huh. just bringing up the... The games for the round, if you can see that, Robbie. Yeah, they're up there, mate. Yeah, take us away with those, mate. Uh, okay, let's let's kick off with, as you said, the game of the round today, Melbourne versus Perth. Um, obviously, um, Melbourne playing at home there at John Kane Arena. So what you got? Mm. 
Um, look, probably feel bad for saying it. I'm probably going to pick Melbourne for that. They are the hottest team in the league at the moment. Um, actually, listen to the latest episode um, of the Dribble podcast, which is the, the WA podcast there. Woods actually had Majok Majok on there yesterday. Very interesting. If you haven't checked it out, they talked about his sort of friendship with JLA. Yeah, you know, they basically grew up together in Perth. They went to the same school. Um, they were both very keen soccer players before turning to basketball, as you would when you're, you're seven foot tall. But um, yeah, I'm going to say Melbourne for that one. What about yourself? Yeah, definitely, Melbourne. Um, and I think even if Perth do take the L in this one, you know, um, they get to head back home after uh, after this round, right, Robbie, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. and so um, It's start a tough round for Perth. Home. Three home road stand, games yeah. here, but then they're done. They're back at Perth and they're going to win every game. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the, the second game, which is tomorrow night, um, Cairns versus Tasmania. Yeah. What you actually, actually don't mind that game. I know it's, you know, I think if, if McCall's back, I think that's probably going to put Cairns there. Um, obviously, Zimmerman was huge last week against the Kings. I'll say Cairns probably in a close one for that. Maybe a better game than what people are thinking. Yeah, Tasmania has been a little bit up and down lately. And um, Cairns, even though they've taken L's in their last couple of games, they've been playing with a lot of heart. Um, and as, as you said, if Taj comes back and they're at home and Machado had, what, 26 the other day, looks like he's back to somewhere near his best, um, I'm going to take Cairns at that one. Sure. And get Machado on your fantasy team for those that haven't got him. He's dirt cheap at the moment and putting up, putting up some big numbers. So. Yeah, I got to set sure. my lineup before before tonight. I should have reminded you. All right, um, let's move on. So we got Perth again. In, mm. They're playing a, 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 away in Brisbane, as you mentioned. Um, yeah, this yeah. this I got, one. I got Perth man straight up. This one worries me a little bit. I don't know why. I mean, I know Brisbane's <laughs> a little bit wounded at the moment. We've got Sobi out. Um, I just think Perth. It's a pretty big schedule. We're finally back in Perth. Got to fly to Melbourne. Two days later, we're playing in Brisbane. You know the player that worries me the most for Brisbane against Perth Woods, Jason Kadee. We saw what yeah. the guy did last week. He always plays well against Perth and hits big shots against us there. So that kind of worries me there. Hopefully Mitch Norton might be healthy and sort of maybe able to lock him up there. But I'm looking forward to that matchup of Franks and Law. That's, you know, Todd, two definitely. very good players there. Um, yeah, Franks is a funny play for me though, Woods. He seems to have sort of one pretty quiet game and then he kills it the next game. So I'd like to see a little bit more consistency from him. But yeah, I'll say Perth for this one. I'll say Perth as well. But you've got to remember the, probably the best game of the season so far was... Uh, you know, in in uh, one of the earlier rounds between Brisbane and, and Perth, when Brisbane got yeah, that overtime right. victory, right? Yeah, yeah so it could round. be yeah. could be a good game. Um, mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's move on. New Zealand versus Adelaide. Uh, this is one game I'm not really looking forward yeah. to. Yeah, anyway. try and say something positive. I guess firstly for me with Adelaide Woods, another week's gone past, and another rumored import is, is supposed to be joining Adelaide. So I'm not even kind of really believing that now until I actually see. You know, it was Randall one week, and it was Hobson the next week. This week's is Casper Ware. I don't know what's going on there, whether where these rumours are sort of coming from there, whether it's actually the players themselves trying to sort of get a job in the NBL because they don't like where they are overseas. But, yeah, I'm not sure. I think Adelaide probably need to do something there. Um, New Zealand's beat up, though, at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I tried to look on the NBL injury list on NBL.com this morning, but it actually wasn't on there, so I couldn't actually see who for New Zealand wasn't playing. So we'll, again, harp on that one, Woods. If the NBL wants us to compile that each week, happy to do it so people can know rather than just guessing and turning on a game and seeing that four players are out. But, yeah, New Zealand have had quite a few people out. Peyton Seaver's struggling as well at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. And, I mean, they look deflated, you know, with, with everything that they've had to go through. And yep. um, they're lacking a bit of motivation. You can just see that um, in some of the players. And you even see the Finn Delaney stuff. last week, Woods, he just looked pissed off the whole game, didn't he? You know, he got into it yeah. a little bit with Franks. He just looked really unhappy, you know, sort of very unenthusiastic and everything like that. So it's been a tough year for him. You can't deny that. Um I wonder what it's like so whether got... whether playing with Dan Shamir's, you know, some of his 
stuff's kind of wearing yeah. off on them a bit, maybe. I don't know. Um, gee, tough game. Not sure I'll be watching this one either, Woods, but I'll say New Zealand in a close one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying New Zealand as well. And just to go back to Adelaide and their import situation you mentioned, Robbie, I think mm-hmm. at this point when they've not got any chance of making to the top four, right? Let, let, you, are we, are we oh, agreeing on that? Yeah. I <laughs> mean, I think there's a few teams that can of, really yeah. cross off already, so they're, they're one of them. A lot of games in Tasmania this yeah. weekend, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, I mean, yeah. Give, give give that lady young guys a run is basically what I was saying, mm. Robbie. Yep. Um, some of the you know, Tad Duffel Myers of the world, a bit more yep. court time and stuff, right? Have mm-hmm. that opportunity to showcase Mojave King a little bit more, maybe. Sure. All right, um, let's move on. Uh, Tassie Jack Jumpers versus the Illawarra Hawks. Um, as you said, an, uh, another game in, in Tasmania. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that game, actually. Um, I always kind of enjoy watching Illawarra play. I was thinking last weekend, Tony is Cleveland. I mean... He's got to be one of the most athletic players in the league. Right? I love when he sort of gets on the break or he drives down baseline because he's just going to make an exciting play happen. And look, probably like you, Woods, we both enjoyed sort of watching Tassie. Um, I know you'll probably speak about your boy who stepped up the last few games for them for Tassie. But um, look, I'll say Illawarra in this one, um, hopefully a, a decent game as well. Yeah, I'll say Illawarra as well. I mean, for my Sydney Kings, I'd like to see the, the Jack Jumpers win. And yes, mm. I'll speak a little bit about Mikhail McIntosh. And I've been yep. saying it for a while. The guy can straight up play. Um, and having Will Magne out of the lineup has really given him that opportunity to, mm-hmm. to play uh, additional minutes. And he hasn't let his team or, or the coaching staff down. He's a big he? unit, isn't he, Woods? I'll tell you what. He's got a massive body yeah. on him. Yeah. All, right. All right, let's move on. Um, we've got... This is... Ooh. Arguably, also could be the game of the round, man. I know you said the one tonight, but yeah. we've got a throwdown. We've got a throwdown between SEM and Melbourne United. Well, firstly, uh, let's Taylor hope we Ringo. get a better crowd than, than the Southeast uh, Melbourne game brought up last week. I think it was about 3,000, which honestly, absolutely pathetic. Seriously. Yeah. Talking about a, a professional sport in Melbourne. Were you supposed to be the sporting capital of Australia? Prove it, guys. Go and support your team and don't have 3,000 going to a game. That's that's BS, honestly. So now I've got that off my, um, off my chest, Woods. Yeah, liking this game as well. Um, obviously, I think that big sort of centre matchup between JLA and Joe Chi will be sort of probably pretty pivotal to the result there. Yeah, I'm going to go a surprise in this one. I think I'm going to say Mitch Creek and Mumford really step step up in this game, and I'm going to say that um, South East Melbourne win this game. Right, no, that's that's fair. I'm going to go the other direction and say Melbourne United. Look at their winning streak at the moment, Huge. even when the, when they're not playing well and and str- struggling, they still find a way to get Ws. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go Melbourne United there. And just on that crowd, man, mm. best crowd of the year at, at uh, Kudos Bank Arena last Full week. Full credit to the Kings fans, yeah, for coming out. Absolutely. Over 9,000, just a great atmosphere, great to be there. So it's not often you can say that uh, the Sydney crowd came out in three times the numbers as, as the exactly. Melbourne crowd, right? And for honestly, if you're living game. in Sydney, why would, you not go, why would you not go at the moment? Like I just mentioned, some uh, of those players on that team, you've got some great Aussie talent as well. So if you're in Sydney, get out and support the Kings, absolutely. And go to, yeah. go to Ribs and Rumps and have a, a mixed grill after you watch the game, right, Woods? <laughs> right, definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. I actually ran into Angus Glover at, uh, at uh, Ribs and Rumps afterwards and he, and he gave me some love, man. So, um, nice yeah, it was good, good to see him and he seemed like in good spirits as well, um, sitting good down with him. some of his family members, so it's great. Okay, let's move on, guys. Uh, let's move on, Robbie, sorry. Um, Cairns and Sydney Kings. Um, Sydney's going out to Cairns and, I mean, I can't see Cairns toppling us over. Uh, Sydney, as we said, they're on a look six-game winning streak at the moment. Um, mm, that's huge. So, Can I just check, Woods? Are you sure that's not a misprint? Because what I'm reading there, it's showing that Sydney are the away team. That can't be right. Is it? Or... <laughs> 
So Sydney's actually mm-hmm. away. So they've got to what get on an aeroplane and and travel to a game this week or. Wow. You, okay. you know, your your right. your Perth Wildcats might have a bit of a homestand, man. But we've already played twelve out of our fourteen home games. So this back half of the season, the Sydney Kings, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll be on the road. So yeah, nice. Well, I know you'll be watching this one with your two favorite teams. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll take Sydney for this one. You can't not pick them at the moment, can you? Yeah, definitely not. Um, and yeah, final game of the round: New Zealand Breakers versus Perth Wildcats. Um, Pretty self-explanatory. I know. I know it's it's at a neutral venue, my state bank arena. Mm. But um, yeah, I've got I've got your Wildcats to win that. I'm gonna make a random call for that one, Woods. Obviously, the Wildcats. I'm gonna say the Wildcats win that game by twenty plus. Yeah, that's my prediction. I'm not one to actually disagree with you there. Twenty plus, Um, mate. You know, everyone likes us disagreeing, so we can't agree on everything. But no, that's all good. All good. Yeah, and if New Zealand actually lose that game earlier in the round to Adelaide, they're gonna head out. Not in the greatest spirits, man. So, yeah, you know, I think that fir- that first game and how New Zealand performed possibly dictate how, how big a blowout that second game is going to be. Yeah, yeah, good call. But yeah, as I said earlier, really important round. Um, mm. Everyone's jostling for positions in, out of that top four or five. And and for my Sydney Kings, if I can get an Illawarra loss and a Southeast Melbourne loss, it wouldn't hurt so badly. So, yeah. That'd be huge. No, definitely looking forward to this round, Woods. Absolutely. Thanks, Robbie. Nice. All right. Well... Comes up to that part of the show now. Obviously, we had um, Stewie from the Sport Blokes filling in last week and did an absolute amazing job opening those old scoreboard packs. Thanks, Stewie. Thanks, Stewie. Um, this week, um, we're going to take it back to the old NBA cards. Um, yeah, what do you got for us this week, Woods? So we got the 1993-94 Series 2 Tops Edition. Really good-looking cards. These um, are the ones with that one silver card per pack, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. You explained right, so to the audience. Ripping open group. that fresh pack. Hopefully they're not all stuck together because it's 29 years old, this pack of cards. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hopefully a good pack of wood, some hawks, maybe some, some superstars. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. All right. Listen to those sound effects. Anyone that's wondering if these packs were, were pre-opened, they're definitely not. All right. We, we started off good. Um, Played for the Suns, later on for the Mavericks. Very big boy, goggles, uh, center. Oliver Miller. Uh, Oliver Miller it is. Hot plate. Oliver Miller it is. Hot plate I'm Miller. pretty big on that one. I've actually got his Phoenix Suns jersey woods in my, my Yeah, you've mentioned cover. that when we've pulled his card once before, I think. And I've yeah. also mentioned very skilled player, right, for a big guy. He had some handles on him there. He was quite a yeah, quite an interesting player back in the day. Yeah, definitely. Now we got the great Phoenix Sun. Um, Luke Longley. No, played in played in the playoffs versus the Bulls, ex Philadelphia 76er. Uh, come on, one of the most famous hoopers of all time, Sir Charles. Sir Charles. One of the best rebounders ever, given he's about six foot four. So, yep. yeah, an incredible player. The Love great mound of rebound, right? A uh, round mound. Yeah. The round mound of rebound. Round that's mound. it. You Pretty insulting it. nickname, really, isn't it? Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Atlanta Hawks. All right. I remember Ooh. this guy, center. Okay. <clears throat> Came off the bench, didn't play huge minutes. Antonio um, Lang. Well, Andrew Lang. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I should have just yeah. said Lang. Nice. I do. Yeah, he was a bit him. of a defensive first center back in the day, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. He was indeed. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this is a uh, first round NBA draft pick, Trailblazers card. He was a guard. Um, went on to have a moderate NBA career. Went to Alabama. Terry Porter? James Robinson. Ah, Hollywood. 
<laughs> James Hollywood Robinson. I remember him with the Clippers as well. He was a random number too, wasn't he? Like 26 or something. Random 26 like it is. 26, 26 it is. Yeah. yeah, he was he had some big hops on him on Hollywood. Love this guy. Um, was part of the Sonics team, uh, a guard in their rotation. Um, could heat it Percy up pretty Hawkins. quickly. Yes. Hersey Hawkins. And I got his Charlotte Hornets card here. Yeah. Nice. Well done, Robbie. You know, I've got his old school Philly jersey. I'll have to rock that one day. The really old school champion, Hersey Hawkins. Yeah, he was a handy player for sure. All right. Um, okay, we got the special Tops gold card that I'm Ooh. pulling right now. Ooh. Come on, this is an easy one. Okay, he worked in the front office for the Chicago Bulls. Hit that big shot. John uh, Paxson. John Paxson. And nice. he looks a lot different now than he did in his playing days, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? Because I think Jim Paxson was always quite a bit bigger, a bit sort of fatter and that. So I think yeah, G, uh, John's looking a little bit more like Jim now. But yeah, he was a handy player back in the day, wasn't he? Definitely, definitely. Pretty good card. Oh, mm. Man, I love this guy, man. And um, uh, he's had his he had his share of problems with um, drug abuse and whatnot. And he came out of it and also passed away in the last 10, 10 15 years. Wore his goggles. Um Played on on a, on the Lakers, I think as well for a short while. Um, who else did he play for? The Bulls. He was on that on that uh, initial Bulls team that um, Jordan spoke about with Oakley and everyone. There were the partying Bulls. Uh, then the Nets, Lakers, six foot nine, power forward. Why am I blanking on this guy? I'm just thinking Horace Grant. I know it's not him. And I, 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 I know my, shout out to my brother. We used to use him on Lakers versus Celtics. Um, he definitely was on the Lakers during the Lakers versus Celtics game when it came out in 1990 on PC. Um, goggles, um, had problems with cocaine. Um, and let me just try and give you one more clue here. I'm, I'm blanking on this one big time. It's the goggles things throw me. And, uh, and uh, I, I think I would have got this one. He passed away May 31st, 2012. Um, he was a coach of the Los Angeles Sparks, Houston. Uh, and, and the Arizona Arizona Rhinos as well. No, I'm going to give up. A rare one. Orlando Woolridge. Ah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he was a handy player back in the day. Pretty athletic. Yeah. He was in a few dunk comps, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, he was. He was. Mm. Um, okay, come on, man. Canadian Chicago Bull. I mean, we've Big got him Bill. so many times. We have man. had a few Bill Wennington cards, haven't we? Bill if Wennington. I'm not mistaken, Woods, I think we might have gotten that same Wennington card in the, the last time we opened a pack of tops. No, nah, we got the Sacramento Maybe. Wennington card in the 1990 okay. Hoops I edition. I like we've had a couple of Wennington's already. Yeah, but really... I think this might be... I think we had him in the Ultra Flare Man, actually, a Bulls okay. one, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Future scoring leader, tops. Okay, this is. I think we had the uh, the Larry Johnson one in the last uh, this insert in the last mm -hmm. um, pack we got. This is a card of someone we've already pulled so far. Okay, so who could be a future sc scoring leader out of all the cards we've pulled so far? We've pulled so far today. Um, well, definitely not Andrew Lang. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not Andrew scoring Lang. Scoring leader today. Off my game today, Woods. Um, no, give me another clue. We talked about his nickname. What's going on today, man? Yeah, I haven't had lunch today. I'm just, you know, I don't have the brain. Charles Buckley. Oh, I wasn't sort of thinking future leader because he'd been in the league like 10 years that time. I was like, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I was, I was thinking of a young player. I didn't think it was going to be someone like Charles. Oh, awesome. This guy was cool. Played for the 76ers. Um, six foot five. Uh, went to Georgia Southern. Played in Italy before making over to the NBA. Um, 
his namesake is Ed. The kind of food you eat that we eat in in my in in in, in my community. <laughs> uh, right? Am I thinking rice or not? No. No. What do Indians eat? Well, mate, they eat butter chicken if they eat what I like. Yeah, but eat. what is uh, a butter chicken? What is a vindaloo? Ah, so you're talking, so not Del Curry or? Nope. Philadelphia 76ers, yeah? You know this guy, Ford. He was undrafted out of Georgia Southern, where he's the top scorer in the Trans-American Conference, played 1990. And then he went overseas and played in Italy for three years before making his way to the NBA. And his last name's Curry? Yep. Jeez, I'm off my game today. I'm only thinking Dell. Michael and Curry. Curry. Michael Curry. Jeez, that's a name I've not thought about for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> all good. I like that jersey, though. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, okay, this this guy is cool, man. Um, played for the Sacramento Kings, six foot three, uh, guard. Um, also a good friend of Michael Jordan's, one of Michael Jordan's best friends on the Bulls later. Um, he uh, actually appears um, in the in the documentary. Bobby asking, Hanson. No, no, asking for tickets for from from Michael Jordan um, in in the '98 run, you know. Oh, Randy Brown. Randy Brown. Randy bro. Brown, yeah. another guy that had some hops too for a little guy, didn't he? Definitely. Man, I've forgotten him being at the Kings there. That's yeah, last in the past. Good, uh, good, good first name too, rightwards. You gotta love someone called Randy. First round draft pick for the Supersonics. Okay, um, has the same name as a very famous. Uh, LA Laker player. We've pulled this card before. Um, the identical name, um, a center. Uh, played for the Minnesota Timberwolves later. Had a pretty decent career. Ah, oh, Irvin Johnson. Irvin Johnson. What was his height? Woods. He was a big boy, wasn't he? Yeah, six eleven. Six eleven. Okay, he's very long, wasn't he? From memory, that's why he was a good defensive stopper. Nice. Shame it wasn't the other Evan Johnson, but anyway. Not... Nah, but pretty pretty decent pack, you know? It wasn't too bad. Who were the highlights there? So, obviously, a couple of Sir Charles cards. We yeah. got a Hawks card, even though it was a, a bit of a no-name guy. Yeah, um, I mean, I like the Orlando Woolridge one because he's someone I remember fondly, right? And yeah. It's also good that I got to stump you on one. Yeah, Percy yeah. Hawkins was awesome uh, yeah, as well, yeah. right? Um, Who was the silver card again? Did we get... John Paxson. It's a, gold, right. it's a gold card. A gold actually. card, that's yep. right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so for those that haven't seen, there's a normal sort of card for each player and then they have this gold one, which is one in each pack. So I think they were normally worth, you know, if a normal card was worth 20 cents, the gold one would be worth 60 cents. So I don't think we'll be retiring on that pack somehow, Woods, but it was... Just quietly, I want to see you wear that Oliver Miller jersey one day, man, on the show. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Oliver Miller and Hersey Hawkins, I'll elevate those up the list. Oh, hell bit. yeah, hell yeah. To the champion section. Hell yeah. Uh, good stuff, Woods. I'll enjoy that, mate, as always. Um, well, look, that sort of takes us, I guess, to, to the end of the show now. Um, just wanted to obviously thank everyone for tuning in. Um, please don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube or wherever you listen to our podcast. Um, also, just a reminder where we can be followed. So our Twitter handle is at throwbackshoops. With an uh, S. Yep, Instagram with throwback.hoops. Um, and of course, our email address is the throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. So throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. Um, Woods, why don't you take us away with, with your TikTok and, and Patreon details? Yes, yeah, so, so thanks, Robbie. TikTok is woody underscore V83. Um, and then with Patreon, if you just look up Throwback Hoops, you can jump on there and, and, and pledge your support to us. We'd really appreciate that. So, yeah, thanks, Robbie. 
Awesome, good stuff. So, look, I just probably wanted to, to tease it a little bit. Um, next week, we do have a special guest coming on. Um, rather funny enough, Woods, he's got the same surname as me, so that could be quite interesting. So, yep, we're getting my brother on there next week, who's, a, you know, I guess a really highly highly regarded and highly respected journalist that's, you know, covered a lot of different sports over his years there. So, you know, whether it's basketball, AFL, and, and obviously now he's got a big focus on, on motorsports there. So we're looking forward to that. We've also got another special guest, which... I won't tease at this stage, but another special guest coming up later in the month for everyone to look forward to there. So, all right, it's been fun again, Woods. Um, we miss, we'll miss you at basketball tonight, mate. So if, I'm assuming you will stay home and watch that good NBL game rather than come and watch us play. So no spoilers, please. I'll catch up no, with that no, later. No, no spoilers, um, man. Final word from you, Woods? Yeah, just um, for all our audience, we, you and me did actually, uh, you and I did actually become uh, – appear as guests on the Sport Blokes podcast. So we return the favor to Nathan Stewie. So please check out their show. They do a great job, Robbie, as you know. Definitely. Um, and, and Robbie and, and, and I are, are guests on the most recent program there. So uh, It was nice doing that, that, wasn't it, Woods? We sort of did a bit of a, a home and away sort of style thing. It ended up being a late night Friday. Um, maybe maybe a couple of beverages in for, for both of us by the end of the night, but it was, it was definitely fun. Yeah, definitely. To, to do that again with the boys. But all right, we just wanted to thanks, thank everyone for tuning in. Um, can't wait to do it all again next week and peace out from the Throwback Hoops crew. Peace. Thanks, guys. Thank you.